Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about agility training and how that can help you improve your favorite sports activities. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. Okay, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. Today, we have a great topic we're going to be discussing. We're going to be talking about agility training and how that can really help you really enjoy your favorite sports activities, uh, no matter what age you're at. Uh, but before we jump into that, I just want to talk a little bit about our YouTube page where we have all of our exercise videos that you can do in the comfort of your own home. Go to YouTube slash Senior Fitness with Meredith. I'm sorry, Senior Fitness with Meredith, as well as our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, where we also have our videos there, these podcasts, and our curated content of blogs, vlogs, as well as our new addition to the website, the Life Now blog, which is uh, some journal entries by, written by Meredith herself. <laughs> so, with that being said, also, and not to mention our newsletter mm -hmm. where you can sign up for uh, our weekly newsletter to get updates on all of this information that we have coming down the pipe. So um, now that that is out of the way, today we're going to be talking about uh, agility training that helps you uh, enjoy your, the sport, any sports activities that you may, you may still do, you do often, frequently, no matter what it is. And we're going to jump into that and have Meredith guide us through that. So <laughs> Meredith, uh, agility training. Agility training, yes. yes. In, in seniors. <laughs> and uh, what exactly are we talking about? What is that? Well, I would say when we broad verbiage agility training you know we're looking at it saying what are you jumping from cone to cone not necessarily so if there are sports that you still like to do let's um say uh racquetball bocce ball mm -hmm. um pickleball <laughs> ping pong um even playing pools uh you have to stay strong in different ways than it is when you just go to a class or go down to a gym and lift weights. So our agility training is keeping the body moving in all different directions. So not just front and back when we're walking forward, even walking backwards, side to side movements that really strengthen through your feet, through your ankles, etc. So yeah, I think agility training, we're talking about just keeping the body able to move in different ways than maybe um than what we normally do let's say <laughs> mm -hmm. like normal normally like walking upstairs uh walking on ele or Just getting walking. into yeah <laughs> yeah um that's all some so, people do. Well, let's talk about maybe some of the things that when you work with your seniors, uh, what what kind of feedback do you get about their thoughts on agility and the activities that they enjoy to do, you know, like you were saying, racquetball and so forth? Right. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it's funny. I never knew ping pong was such a big thing with seniors, but it is very big. And that's a very difficult uh, game or sport to, to play. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it requires a lot from the body. So... A lot of movement, same thing with uh, pickleball and racquetball. I mean, it's a lot of movement with the body, so it has to be agile. It has to be able to move easily without injury, without falling, basically, is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, yeah, staying strong in those respects, I think, mm -hmm. are what we would need to discuss. 
<laughs> and uh, and what what kind of um, feedback do you hear? Uh, do 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 a lot of the seniors you work with? Uh, is that something that they really kind of like a top of mind thing? No, or do they ever say, "I want to get better at racquetball"? What should I be doing? You know, they, that kind they of do thing. say like if they play certain things, they want to get better at it, but they're only looking at it at the sport way. I want to mm. have a better game, not what should I do to help my body be safer when I do this, because it actually will in turn help you when you play your, your game, your sport, let's mm-hmm. say. <laughs> and, but I don't hear a lot of feedback with people saying I need to get stronger mm-hmm. in certain ways for that. I just want a better game. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I want to yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that competitive side, right? Yeah. It doesn't go away. <laughs> and, and it sounds like what, we really should be thinking about and and not only getting better at the activities that you love, but preventing injury. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's the main thing. I, I, the number of injuries that I've seen, especially with ping pong is like I said, I'm amazed that so many people enjoy it seniors, but the number of injuries that occur from it. And these are big injuries, falls, breaking wrists mm. and hips and lots of bad things, hitting heads, um, so, yeah, there there needs to be, we have to be aware of some of this stuff and get strong in different ways to be reminders. Mm-hmm. So, in your opinion, uh, in your experience, what kind of things are agility activities mm-hmm. and what kind of things are not considered agility activities? <laughs> right. Well, I would say with anything, especially with seniors, as we get older, let's say everything is agility training. If you're moving your body through space, it's agility training. Um, But really working on not just your everyday movements that we do. We do that constant, let's say, walking forward. (laughs) We have to do that if we're still able to walk. But do we walk backwards a lot? Do we walk side to side? Do we walk at diagonals? Rarely, unless we make ourselves do it. Now, think about yourself on a racquetball court. Do you only walk forward? No. You're going backwards. You're running fast. You're going diagonal, zigzagging, etc. That's where you have to train your body because it's getting that brain involved. Where I'm at in this world, in my space, how do my feet work? Um going in different patterns and movements, which of course, when we're little kids, we're young, we do that all day long. We're running, we're playing tag, we're here, there, and everywhere. But as we get older, of course, if we're going slower and we just don't do those things anymore, then we get on a court and we think we can do it just like we used to do 40 years ago. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way. We have to strengthen different parts of the body and make the brain, the mind aware of what's going on with the body. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mind-body connection, (laughs) the older we get, um, unless you're staying on top of how much you're you're exercising, it's really really one of those things where you can say, uh, I I feel like I can do these things, but then your body says you really can't. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So as far as with the agility training, um, how, how important is it for us to stay agile? as we age i mean what what is the importance in that and and how does it keep us mentally focused Mm -hmm. i would say it's super super important to stay agile and have this type of training because thinking about as we get older 
we become more fearful of falling. Remember, age does not mean you're going to fall. It's not a given that you're going to fall as you get older. For some reason, it's synonymous with if, as soon as I get old, I'm going to get occur an uh, incur a fall. It's not. It's not that. It's because we get nervous as we get older. We lose strength, we lose balance, and we're not training ourselves to stay strong in different areas. So that's why this is so important, I think. That's what it comes down to, basically. Balance and moving your body in different ways, mm -hmm. not just walking forward. <laughs> so in your opinion, how often should we be, how often should we and seniors be focusing on exercises that uh, you know, promote being agile and, and agility training. Is this something that we should focus on, you know, three times a week? Should we focus on it more than that? Or? I would say something like this. If you have time during your day, add it to every day if you can. I mean, put it along with your... Um, your stretching type workouts um, that we say can be done every single day. Again, this comes down to core strengthening, your abdominals, your spine, your back. That's where you're going to get your balance and stability from. And then just working on moving your body in different directions. I'm not saying pick up weights and do squats and or even seated exercises. We're not adding strength into it. We're just moving our body in space or we're working on our balance of our mm -hmm. body in space. So, so that, that kind of brings up um, a question for me. Is agility training and the ability to move, is it primarily lower body focused or are we or is it a full body thing i'd say full body we have to again it's where our body entire body is in space we pull it down to core posture of course is where we're getting our balance from but again your upper body has a lot to do with your balance too if you are balancing and you put your arms out you'll notice how you can balance a little bit differently with your arms extended out to your sides, say parallel to the ground rather than right down by your sides. So upper body strengthening and just keeping that posture is equally important, I would say. Mm -hmm. So entire body. Entire body. <laughs> um, so let's get down to the nuts and bolts of what we can do in our exercising to strengthen our agility. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, things that will help us move and 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 be a little more limber limber mm -hmm. with our movements and flexible so let's let's talk about some of the exercises that we can do um what do you recommend as far as lower body aspect upper body and even full body cardio type stuff i would start with posture mm -hmm. so just working on your posture again we want to get out there but say you've started getting that that curvature of the spine and you're hunched over a little bit because maybe you use a walker sometimes maybe you're just unaware as you walk every day that you're starting to get like that because unfortunately we do as we get older if we have neglected to strengthen certain parts of the body so just focus on posture number one um Lengthen the spine, nice and tall, the whole, the whole thing like we always talk about, but really focusing on posture. Then I would go to balance. Um, work on your balance. Stand on one foot and hold on to something, of course. Work on that, tightening through the core. And, of course, you're gaining strength in the core and the lower body. But um, work on your balance, just doing those simple one-legged stands. And then work on movement um, with your body in different directions. So your lateral movement, your side steps, 
working on going in zigzag patterns. Um, if you're comfortable, and of course, if you're playing sports, most likely you are, you need to become aware and comfortable. Work on walking backwards. Mm -hmm. um, start in a pool if you have access to a pool. I love doing pool classes because you're not as nervous of falling, of course, in a pool because you can't necessarily fall when you're in the water and you will allow your body to do so many different movements. Um, walking forward, walking back, walking sideways, um, set up maybe if you want to add to it, put cones or just coins, anything you have, um, little water bottles around at different patterns and work on walking around them in different ways. So you can do so many different things, but really just, again, that's training your body to work in different ways, but it's training your mind to get those signals from your feet that are going at different patterns now that they're not used to doing. Mm -hmm. Kind of uh, strengthening that bond between yeah. mm -hmm. these different patterns that your body is working on. Right. The physical side tying into the mental. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. how, how important is, say, uh, hand-eye coordination when it oh, comes yes. to agility? Definitely. That's big, too. That would be a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially like if you're, if you're into sports like racquetball, if you're right. into sports like ping pong, um, there's a lot of hand-eye coordination going on there. Mm -hmm. and does agility training help that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So there's where you could, if you have a ball or something, just throwing it hand to hand and bouncing it and catching it or throwing it high, throwing it big. It um, doesn't necessarily have to be a small, like, tennis ball or anything. If you have one that you've used. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Used in any of the workouts that we've done, I have... Um, when I do classes, have them throw it up and catch it and see, you know, it's not easy <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as we get older, especially because we're not doing it so much. It's not easy at all. We get nervous. So yeah, that's a great point to get, get that working too. Cause again, that's not only your physical, but a mental thing mm -hmm. that you have to make the body and mind aware of. Mm -hmm. So what kind of, uh, now that we're talking about hand-eye coordination, what kind of upper body type exercises can we focus on when we when we want to build up agility when we want to create that uh, mind body connection make it stronger mm -hmm. um again i like i would say for lower body it would be everything with upper body keeping strength in everything but remember the smaller parts of the body that can become injured and still need to be mobile be able to move easily your wrists your hands your fingers strengthening through your forearms if you're holding rackets and things like that and that's 
um, sounds little, but I've heard many injuries to wrists because you tend to fall on a wrist that is very brittle because it's something that we just don't focus on strengthening or even getting range of motion. And it's so tight um, that there become breaks and other injuries to those parts of the body. So I'd say when upper body, of course, strengthening everything, (laughs) but the little parts like that, your hand, your wrist, fingers, forearms, Mm. keeping those, your elbow joints, you know, get that range of motion, things Mm -hmm. like that. And know your limitations when it comes to certain parts of your body. We have a lot of shoulders that are injured. So really think about that. What is your max level of where um, that range of motion is before you get out there and you're pushing yourself to want to win something? Be aware of that, and and of course don't don't let it limit you from ever playing, but don't get hurt because you want to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's um, let's talk about the smaller parts. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to dive into that because I don't think that gets enough attention when it comes to injuries and things like that. Mm-hmm. So your hands, your wrists, even Ankles, like your feet, your feet, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of injuries have you seen? Uh, occurring in the smaller joints of the the body. Right, it would be everything. But yeah, wrists are big. Um, there's a lot of, obviously, arthritis and things. So, And that affects not just hands and fingers, it affects the entire body. Um, but you start to get that inflammation through your joints and it hurts and then it makes it harder to do certain activities. Um, but again, going down to lower body, when we said ankles, feet, etc., that's... That's huge. We we lose range of motion. We can't pick our feet up as easily. You're going out and playing something, but you can't move fast when you're trying to move fast. So really working on that range of motion through your ankle joints, strengthening your feet. Um, that's not the number one complaint, but that's a huge um, issue is most people have issues with their feet, mm-hmm. whether it's in their toes Uh, range of motion in their ankles, um, neuropathy, where they cannot even feel their feet, but Mm -hmm. they're still trying to to do things, which is great. We need that. But now you need to keep moving. You need to keep wanting to do things, even though you might have limitations of being, again, aware of it and working on whatever you can as much as you can Mm -hmm. with those little parts of the body that, again, we tend to neglect. Um, that, and that kind of brings up some, a thought for me in, um, is there, is there importance based on, is it, is it important to place value on wearing, say certain types of shoes, wearing braces, mm-hmm. wearing wraps to help, to help you with your agility? Say if you are, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're still very competitive and you like to do racquetball or you like to do these things. Is it important to wear proper feet? Uh, gear, shoes, oh, definitely. Um, gloves, wraps, things like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, when I, it, it, I mean, it kind of, yeah, when we talk about balance, uh, we say look at your feet and look at your shoes, see what you're wearing, um, protect your feet, but they have to be able to move. I, there's a lot of shoes that they have out there, which are good. They're very good shoes um, that are geared towards seniors, and they their soles are so stiff that there's no movement, um, flexion of the foot inside of that shoe. The the sole is just hard. Mm. So if you can't get any movement 
in that foot, it's basically, it just reminds me of Frankenstein. So, you know, there's, it's just slamming down the foot. There's no rolling from the ball of the foot to the heel. So um, get a nice pair of athletic shoes that have the ability for you to basically flex your foot, <laughs> get mm-hmm. flexion of the foot on the ball of your foot. Um, so that's uh, another good point. Yeah, is look at your your footing, your, what you're wearing. What it's you're wearing great. on your yeah. feet, yeah. yeah. It's something that I think we easily overlook. Uh, yes, and don't wear to... sandals. I've seen that before, and I go, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't, makes me so mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> That's not going to no help at all. No flip-flops, no, yeah, no open-toed shoes. That, yes, be, be smart about what we're putting on our feet if we're going to go out and actually try and... And, and play a game mm-hmm. or a sport of any kind. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the mental side of knowing that you are a little more agile. Um, does that help your mood, your attitude about when you engage in these physical activities? Oh, like- I would think it would have to help tremendously because you feel more aware and more secure. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. With anything, especially as we age, like I said, when it comes to falls, it's not that we have to fall when we get older. It's we have this fear and then we will it upon ourselves because we stop doing certain things. So I think if you make your 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 body ready for these things, your mind will listen to that and feel more safe and secure. And that's going to help the overall everything when it comes to you mind body everything Mm -hmm. yeah and that's probably the most important aspect of it is to is that you feel comfortable you feel confident yeah when it comes to doing physical activity definitely like that so um if you folks do want to have or check out Mm -hmm. a couple examples of great workouts that will help you with your agility again visit us at seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com we have a slew of workouts Mm -hmm. that help you with balance posture um building up strength in your lower and upper body, all things that will benefit you when it comes to agility training. So we definitely invite you to do that. And uh, I think this is a great conversation. We'll probably have more on agility training in the future. But um, until then, thanks for joining us on this podcast. We really appreciate you folks having us. Again, sign up for that newsletter on our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Get all of our greatest, latest content Mm -hmm. delivered to you on a weekly basis, all to help you out live a safe and happy, healthy life. So we'll see you guys at the next episode. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.